This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. We are finishing up the year, almost there, not quite there yet, but with episode number 127. And just like we were talking last week, this is such a reflective time of year. It's like at the same time, we're trying to button up all of what has transpired and the opportunities we have from this year. We are also so anxious to start planning for what's coming next. And today I'm going to stop you in your tracks, kind of disrupt the normal pattern of what you have been doing and really, really encourage you. I hope that this will help you to stop all the things, carve a little time out and do an important practice and one that I wish that you would start practicing on a monthly level at a minimum. I'd love to do week, but I know I'm asking a whole lot there. And that is about identifying your accomplishments. So like I said, I know we're really excited to wrap up this year, dive into the following year. And it's so much fun to look at the future. But I'm going to tell you, there's also so much gratification that comes along with taking just a few seconds to pause. This is not a multi-day exercise. This is not even a multi-hour exercise. This is really about you taking a few minutes to reflect. I'm going to walk you through that so that you can see your accomplishments and celebrate those. I mean, we got into business. We are doing the career that you have chosen to do because it fulfills you. Let's take a quick second to see all the accomplishments that your efforts have contributed to this year. Alrighty. So before we turn that proverbial page, I want you to slow down and spend some time in reflection. Let's think through the layers of wins that you have had this year. You have wins regardless of the financials or the goals met or the goals that you set and met or didn't set, right? There are always wins layered inside of every single year. Some are going to be big and flashy and others won't mean anything to someone outside of you. So today I'm talking to you, the leader of you, your business and your path. I'm going to lead us through an exercise to help you see the value that you've brought to yourself, to your clients, others and the world in the past 12 months. And do yourself a big favor and stick with me and complete this. You pinky promise me? (laughs) I wish we could see each other right now, but I've got my finger up. I am pinky promising with you, my favorite listener. Okay, if we were to answer the big question, what did I accomplish this year? We'd likely remember some of the big things and maybe the things that pulled at your heartstrings or really advanced you. And even at that, you'd probably only remember a few of them, maybe the ones that are the most recent wins to you. And for me, that's just not going to cut it. You put blood, sweat, and tears hour after hour. You put your passion into this every single day. 
And because of that, I want to make sure that you have every single win collected so that we can see and celebrate all of our accomplishments. Again, those layers of wins or the layers of accomplishments, because there are so many that we have. I want your wins ultimately to shine super bright. Instead of just trying to throw 2021 underneath the proverbial rug, I want to see how we can pull out little pieces of that so that we can put them on a board so we can really look at them, celebrate them, reflect on them. Whatever practice feels good for you, I want you to make sure that you do that with your accomplishments this year. So there are two different ways I'm going to ask you to look at this, and I suggest you do both of these, and they're both really helpful in uncovering all of your accomplishments. The first one is going to be a chronological exercise. So I want you to start in January and then move through every single month of the year. And when you do that, I want you to look at, first of all, your financial statements. These are the things that help me to do this. If I don't stay on top of the practice of accomplishments, this is truly exactly what I do. And I know it's going to be helpful for you as well. So look at your financial statements. And I am going to make the broad and promising assumption that if you're listening to this podcast, you are using something. I don't care if it's a spreadsheet, if it is Wave, if it is Zero, if it is QuickBooks, whatever it is, I hope that you have a bookkeeping system that is keeping track of your financials. And if not, I want to make sure that that is a primary goal going into the following year. But here's just one additional benefit, not that you need them, but another benefit of having all of that information collected into one place, like QuickBooks Online, which is what we use. I want you to look at your financial statements. And when you see those, you're going to see, I would like you to look in a month over month capacity, see what your cash flow looked like. What did your revenue look like? What did your profit margins look like? What resulted in you reaching or exceeding your goals in that month. Remember, you're going from January to February, March, and you're moving on down sequentially throughout the year. I want you to look at what your goals are for each month. Did you meet them? Did you not meet them? And when you did meet them, I want to know What allowed you to meet them? Did you sign a new client? Did you get a bonus? Did you sign multiple clients? Did you sell a lot of your services in that month? So identify what helped you to exceed that goal, to meet or exceed the goal that month. We're not focusing on why you didn't meet it. So let's just put that aside. Today is all about looking at your accomplishments. When you're looking at your financials, is there a particular client or an offer that really had some sticking power over the course of these 12 months? Did you get a bonus somewhere? And what was it awarded for? I want to make sure that you're asking deeper questions than just saying, yes, I reached $5,000 this month. This was, you know, this was an atypical month. It was higher than normal. I want you to dig deeper. What allowed you to get to that place? Was it that you had three or four sales calls with somebody? Is it that a past client had referred you? Tell me what that was. I want you to see all of the efforts and energy that you go in to meeting and exceeding your financial goals. 
Another thing in the chronological exercise is to open up your calendar. I don't know. I use Acuity that also syncs with my Google Calendar. And Google Calendar is like my life. It literally tells me when I can wake up, when I can walk away, when I get, you know, all the things, when my kids are going and doing different things. So it's really a, a big staple in my everyday function. So I want you to go to whatever calendar source you are you use And I want you to go month through month through month. So starting in January, moving on through December. And when I'm looking at this month, I just quickly scroll and look for different various meetings, maybe some kickoff dates, maybe discovery calls. Maybe there were holidays that were taken. That's important as well. Some connections or coffee chats that resulted in work. Maybe it's just a great relationship that I had deepened and turned out to be very beneficial for my growth, whether that was financial or personal. So together, look through your financial statements and also look at your calendar. You're going to be surprised at all the wins that come out of looking at those two things chronologically. Now, once you've gone through January through February, looking at your financial statements as well as your calendar, I'm going to ask you to move into the second exercise, which is to move through the seven different pillars in your business and ask yourself what you are most proud of. So this is leveraging the seven seven strategic objectives inside of your business. The seven strategic objectives are the same in every single business. It doesn't matter the type, how long you've been in business. It doesn't matter any of those things. These are the seven same things that occur in all small business. And as we walk through these seven strategic objectives, which I'm about to have you do, I'm going to give you some prompts and some questions to ask yourself. So if you're listening to this, you probably are going to hit pause a few times so that it can help you jog your memory. Now, remember, we've already gone through your calendar, your financials from January to December. So you've already identified some incredible accomplishments that you've had. Now we're going to look through some different pillars or what we call strategic objectives inside of the ops authority. So the first one, and probably the most important for many of us here, is the objective of financial stability. Now we get into business so that we can provide for ourselves, so that we can provide for our families. And in turn, we are able to share a service that we are passionate and experienced with to a consumer on the other side. That is how we bring in financial stability. Financial stability looks different for everybody, And it's important that you make your own goals because my goals are different than your goals are different than Sally's and Jane's and Betty's and, you know, so on. So here again on the financial stability area, I want you to look at your statements. Look at those financial statements. What generated better months? Acknowledge your contribution to your family. What did you pay your family? I don't care if it was $150, or $15,000. I want you to look month over month and celebrate what you were able to bring to your family. What was your work that you're passionate about, that you're capable of doing, that comes natural to you? How much of that were you then able to take back into your family? Ladies, that is a huge accomplishment. And many of us have walked away from previous careers and kind of doubted that we were going to be able to make any contribution without having that security of corporate or having a boss. So let's celebrate any volume of income that we brought to our families. I really don't care if it met your expectations, if it exceeded your expectations, or if it was below. 
At this point, I want you to pat yourself on the back for working tirelessly to bring home the proverbial bacon (laughs) to your family by leveraging the gifts that come natural to you. It will always get stronger with repetition. And I just want to congratulate you and celebrate you for doing something that is a little different than probably where you came from and you still were able to contribute. Another thing under financial stability is asking yourself, did you increase your fees this year? If you did, well, heck, that is an incredible accomplishment. And I want you to put that down in this area. If you have been working in client work, were you able to establish or have the conversation about bringing up your revenue by leveraging a profit share system. We've talked about that here on the podcast before, and that's a big milestone for you. I want to make sure we pull that out as well. Other things inside of financial stability can look at legally. Did you protect your business? Do you have any insurances? Did you put any of that into place? That all falls under the first of seven pillars called financial stability. The next one is marketing and visibility. So ask yourself, How did you find people this year? How did people lay eyes on you, your services, and your business? Let's celebrate that. Marketing is one of the most resistant things that my community experiences. And so let's talk about, let's identify what practices you were in that allowed you to go into client relationships with people. What are you most proud of as it relates to marketing and visibility? Did you get on a dream podcast that you really, really had been wanting to do? You established the relationship and eventually they asked you to be on the podcast. Maybe you pitched them. Did you create a well-converting opt-in? Did you grow your email list? What does your social media look like? Were you asked to be a part of a summit? So many different things happen underneath marketing and visibility. And this is, like I said, it's a really, really hard place for people who are service providers. And so I want to celebrate every single one of those. Whatever you are doing, stay at it, be consistent, and that's going to accumulate into a greater and greater accomplishment. I know I would totally have taken this these numbers for granted had I not taken a second to really look at them in, in preparation for this podcast. It looks like I was a guest on 11 podcasts this year. I was a participant in five different summits. I remember driving, kind of thinking about this. And I was like, yeah, I remember two that I was in. I went back and looked at my calendar. I was like, oh my goodness, I was in five different, again, the power of going through month by month. But I was a part of five different summits this year. And another big piece of our marketing and visibility that you guys are all familiar of or familiar with is that I have produced 52 podcasts in this year. Well, I will produce. We don't miss one single week within the Ops Authority podcast. And I'm very, very proud of that. Do you know how easy it is sometimes to just say, oh, there's not that many listeners or you know what? No one's gonna see if we miss this week. You know what? It's a holiday week. It's okay. I'm just, of course we have those thoughts, but I'm really, really proud that since we have started this, we have never missed one single week of airing a podcast for you, our listeners. So think about the things that have been really helpful that you feel proud about that are working for you in the marketing and visibility space. Think broad. Don't just think the top layer things. What are the things, the conversations, the people, the people that are referring to you? That's all part of marketing and visibility. 
The third strategic objective is operational efficiencies. Now that sounds very, very stiff. I get it. But Here's another way of looking at it. What did you do to make your business run more smoothly this year? Did you create any or a whole lot of SOPs or standard operating procedures? Did you add any software to make your life easier? What about creating automations for processes for yourself? Did you create an official onboarding for people coming into your business? What were those things that you did inside of your business to make life easier? Document every single one of these guys. This is where it may be helpful to also look through your project management tool. I didn't mention that up in the chronological exercise space, but look through your project management. What have you closed out in 2021? You're going to see a lot of those. All of those are going to fall under one of the seven strategic objectives. The fourth is product innovation. When I talk about product, it's whatever you sell. So that's probably your offer. So how did you evolve your offer this year? You probably started the year doing what felt comfortable, and I hope that you ended it with doing something that stretched you a little further. Those likely are two different offers. Let's talk about, let's acknowledge how that evolved over this year. That's a huge accomplishment, and it's something that all of us want. We want to up-level our skills. We want to up-level who it is that we work with and how we serve them. Did you try something new? from an offer perspective. So look at your offer. How did you innovate it? And how did it change this year? Moving on to strategic objective number five, we have client satisfaction. So think about this. You are an integral part to one, several, or many clients that you've worked with. What did you help them achieve this year? It's because of you that they likely stayed on track, that they likely reached the revenue goal that they wanted or desired. It's likely that you were instrumental in launches, so many different things. Pat yourself on the back. Make sure to identify those. Put them in writing. What did you help your clients achieve this year? Were you part of a really successful launch? Let's document it. Did you re-sign a client? Maybe the client had been with you for six months. You re-signed them for another six months, or maybe it's nine or 12 months. We need to celebrate that. It's because you are incredible at what you're doing. They recognize it, and you are able to position yourself for an extension. And another thing under client satisfaction that we tend to overlook, and maybe it's a practice we don't even do, but I want to talk about those testimonials. So did you get testimonials? I'm not going to go into a long conversation about this right now, but you want to make sure we're getting testimonials. Were those in the form of short sentences that come on a Thursday or Friday from a gratitude perspective from the clients that you're serving? Or did you ask for a formal testimonial and you get that? Either way, they're extremely powerful. I want you to use those. This is not going to be a numerical. It's not like you've got six or five or 10 or 15 different testimonials. It's more about the quality of the words that they are saying to you. So let's make sure to get both numerical and also subjective, really more heartfelt sentiments about the work that you're doing, the change that you're making, not only to your clients, but truly in the world. The sixth strategic objective is growth and development. So how did you uplevel your skill set this year? We have over 150 directors of operations that should be celebrating this right now. Of course, we celebrate it during graduation for them. 
So we had over 150 people join us this year and graduate as a certified director of operations. That's what they did and contributed to up-leveling their skill set in 2021. What are the other things that you do? Did you try to, did you invest in a new discipline? Did you work with a new coach? What is that and how did it bring you success this year? The final strategic objective is team growth. And depending on the size of your business, this may be applicable and it may not be. But did you bring some additional, what I call human capital or people onto your team this year, whether it's contractor or employee, does not matter. Did you bring those people on and how did they serve you? In what ways were they beneficial to your business in 2021? Alrighty, so those are the two different ways. We've got the chronological exercise and we also have the strategic objective exercise. So I want you to do both of those. Your ops activity for episode number 127 is to come into the Ops Insider Facebook group. That is our private community. You can join it by going to theopsinsiders.com. We're happy to have you in there. And this week, we wanna make sure that you're truly taking action. Show us that you care about quantifying and qualifying your accomplishments from 2021 by sharing at least two of your accomplishments that you generated by going through this exercise. Again, head on over to theopsinsiders.com. We will get you inside of that group and you're gonna see a prompt that we're gonna ask you to share two accomplishments, at least two accomplishments that you identified this year. Now, ladies, that list of accomplishments should be far more than two. We're probably gonna have a page full of things that you accomplished in 2022 in 2021. But I want to make sure that we see those, that we celebrate you. So come on in to theopsinsiders.com. Before we wrap up, there is one thing I want to make sure that you don't forget. And that's some of the miscellaneous items that do need to be celebrated as accomplishments as well. These are more about you. How many hours did you work a week? Did you take vacation time? How did work feel? Are you in your groove? Are you following your values? If these are accomplishments that you have, I also want to make sure that you document those as well. Many of us have the goal of working 15 or 20 hours a week and making a full-time salary in doing so. Were we able to do that? Alrighty, we are wrapping up this week. I am so excited to be back here next week where I'm going to talk to you guys about the reflections here inside of our business, give you a little bit of a behind the scenes and also celebrate our accomplishments of 2021. So I hope you'll join me next week, episode number 128, where we're going to be talking about reflections and accomplishments of the Ops Authority and give you a general business update of what we're heading into as we embark on 2022. Alrighty, friends, make sure to head on over to theopsinsiders.com, drop your two accomplishments, and I will see you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.